Hello, and welcome to the series, Making Stewardship a Way of Life. This is Episode 1, titled, Stewardship is a Way of Life. Your host is Father Andrew Kemberling, formerly the pastor of St. Thomas More Parish in Centennial, Colorado. With Mila Gladava, the Director of Communications and Stewardship, Father Andrew has written a book by the same name. It's based on their experience introducing a comprehensive stewardship program at St. Thomas More, where Father Andrew was the pastor for 14 years. The program provides a complete guide for individuals on how to approach, embrace, and practice the full range of stewardship in their lives. Here's Father Andrew. Stewardship is a spirituality. It is not about money. Later in this series, you will find that stewardship is really a means to an end, and that end is evangelization. Another way of saying this is that stewardship is the how, evangelization is the what. The topic today is to really look at stewardship as a spirituality. Now, what a lot of people hear from priests is a theology. Theology are ideas that you think your way through, and then you're left with logical conclusions. A spirituality, on the other hand, is really something about what we do. That's why I describe that stewardship is the how. How do you give? When do you give? How often do you give? What do you give? What don't you give? What and how you're doing things eventually explains this spirituality. And the problem that I have found is a lot of people think they're being spiritual and they're not. They're being theological. So it's important that you realize that the spirituality of stewardship is a method. It's a process. So it we have found that it's really a way of life. And that's the most important thing that I'd like to introduce, that this way of life will be very moral. It'll say the things that you do and how you do it. Now, fundraising tells you what to do and when to do it. Stewardship is much more than fundraising. In fact, it isn't fundraising. Fundraising looks at the need and you generate all this interest about the need. Whereas in stewardship spirituality, one of the most important ideas that we have is that need to give. It's a giving back to God in thanksgiving for what God has done. And the life that God has given us is filled with so many blessings. You find out that in this series, this kind of overview, that everything that we have is a gift that God has given to us. And in this spirituality, we then Thank God for those gifts. So thanksgiving and gratitude are parts of the spirituality. So you could go theological, explaining what all those might be, but in real practical sense, moral sense, in the way in which you actually do, what do you do to say thank you to somebody? You give a gift. And as you receive gifts, we give back a gift back to God and thanksgiving for what God has done. One of the responses of a good disciple of Christ is that we follow these biblical principles that we will find in this stewardship of spirituality by uh, learning what the word love is really all about. We know that Jesus tells us to love, and in stewardship spirituality, where we know love 
is the ability to give. So loving and giving is that starting point. And in this spirituality, you learn that giving and receiving are very important ideas in this spirituality. Now, if you've ever noticed that during the Mass, we use that word give and take, take, receive. You see it in the communion rite. You also see it in marriage. I take you to be my wife. I take you to be my husband. That giving and taking is part of a spirituality, that lived experience of a steward. And so when we go into stewardship spirituality, it's so important that people understand it's much more than just giving money. It is. It does involve money, but it involves giving of yourself. You give of what's important to you. You give your time, talent, and treasure. And then we've learned other commitments of giving, earth, faith, and vocation. And all of these commitments will be discussed in this series that we have on uh, this stewardship, your faith in action. Now, as we continue uh, with uh, these ideas, it's important for us to uh, deal with a few questions. Isn't my giving between me and God? Well, I always like to respond, why, yes, it is. In fact, I'm here to help. (laughs) A lot of people find that uh, interesting because I'm God's personal representative. How can you be God's personal representative? Well, I'm certainly God's personal representative when it comes to the forgiveness of our sins because I'm the priest at the sacrament of reconciliation. I am certainly then God's personal representative in how we give, in what is morally acceptable in the way we give. And so when people talk about just giving of money, I would say, folks, that will be a challenge in of, of, your, of itself. But one of the most important areas that I find is giving your time to God in prayer. And people would say that prayer is very important. Well, you actually have to do it. You actually have to take the time, make the time, and then spend the time in prayer on a regular basis to give back to God in thanksgiving for what God has done for us. It, with that in mind... That's how and why it's important that people know that uh, this giving is between me and God. And I'd say, yes, it's true. And that's why when we give, we don't give to an institution. You don't give to, you know, the church. You give to God. It is personal between you and God. And and when we give our gifts in such a way that go directly to God, the church then stands in the place to receive that gift, the gift of our prayers, the gift of our ministry, the gift of our treasure. And then we, as a church, are then asked to take on this, this very clear responsibility that's important for us to follow through. A question that people often ask me, too, is... How did you get into stewardship? How did you get started? Well, I'll tell you, it's interesting. I had heard stewardship preached from the pulpit as a boy. So I'm actually a second generation person hearing stewardship preached from the pulpit. And you know what my response was? Man, that priest is crazy. (laughs) No way on earth I'd do that. I didn't believe it. I thought, you got to be crazy to believe that. 
And then when I was a young man in college, I didn't give. I mean, I didn't give a penny. I didn't give any money away. And then in time, it, I got to the point where I would be charitable to those who really needed it, maybe to the poor. And I remember the first time I gave $10 away, and I was in college, and I couldn't let go of it. It was like I actually had to like make my hands let go of that $10 bill because a missionary from Africa was asking us to make a sacrifice that day. Money that you would have spent on yourself that day, and now I'm going to ask you to go without the luxury that you would have enjoyed, and then take that gift and give it to God as a sacrifice. So that sacrificial sense of giving is my invitation to learning stewardship. Well, part of my vocation story was to go to daily Mass, and then I eventually ended up joining a monastery and becoming a Benedictine monk. And when I then got ordained as a monk, you know, here I'm making a vow of poverty. So I thought, well, I've certainly got all the stewardship stuff covered. I worked for an old retired priest. His name was Abbot Edward Vollmer. And Abbot Edward told me that as a parochial vicar that I had to tithe. Well, I explained to my pastor, well, I'm giving my entire salary back to my community. Doesn't that count? He says, no, it doesn't count. You get personal money. You should take a portion of your money and give it to uh, uh, give it away. And I thought, well, that. I, so you want me to tithe? And he said, yes, because you're going to be teaching other people how to tithe. You yourself cannot ask people to do something that you yourself will not do. Well, I thought to myself, well, I've taken on every challenge as a young monk that I can take on. I've taken the vow of poverty and poverty, chastity, and obedience. And here I'm being asked to be obedient to my pastor. And so I thought, well, okay, well, then I'll do it. So I started off tithing. So right out of the chute, I started taking 10% of any of the mass money I got or personal gifts and started giving it away to charity. And you and I found out my life got better. God gave me more than I'd ever dreamed of having. People were more generous to me. It was like this mysterious accounting that God took care of. You cannot outdo God in generosity. Well, it so happened that as a young priest, I then uh, left that parish and went on to several others. And when I started to be on my other assignments, every place I had first been or had subsequently been assigned, Abbot Edwards' program was there. So I preached stewardship when I was out in Grand Junction. I preached it when I was in uh, Pueblo. And uh, I eventually then got back to the parish that I was first assigned to, and then I became the pastor. I built upon the program that Abbot Edward had, which was very much a tithing program, and really then learned to develop it as the spirituality of stewardship. That it's not just time, talent, and treasure. It had other components that were added to it, especially underlying values of identity, trust, gratitude, and love. In the series that we're doing in this audio series, we will discuss all those points. And most of all, we know that this idea of it being a spirituality and not a theology will then be this invitation for us to think of it in practices. It's what you do. Stewardship is the how, 
and evangelization is the what. Thank you, Father Andrew. You've been listening to the series Making Stewardship a Way of Life, Episode 1, with Father Andrew Kimberling. The program is described in the book by the same name, which is available from online booksellers, and it's being embraced by individuals and parishes around the world. To learn more, visit the International Catholic Stewardship Council at catholicstewardship.com. Our music is from the band Sir Captain. Find them at sircaptain.com. Please join us for Episode 2 of Making Stewardship a Way of Life.